Hey friends, and welcome to the Moving Mountains podcast. Moving Mountains is a place to hear true stories of modern day miracles told by ordinary people just like you and me. My name is Paige, and I'm joined here in Alaska by my dear friends, Margaret and Bernadette, as we witness accounts of how God has worked in people's lives in big and small ways. As you listen to these stories of hope, answered prayers, and unexplained phenomena, we invite you to allow this space to inspire your faith and even to help you recognize the ways in which God is moving mountains in your own life. You're listening to part two of last week's episode. If you haven't heard part one, please return to our recordings to access the first half of this episode. We don't want you to miss any part of this story. All right. That's awesome. Josh, I think Josh was up, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my story took place... um, a little over a year ago, I I befriended a young guy. He was just starting the RCIA program, but really just struggling with faith. He had, you know, a lot of bad things that happened in his younger life. So it's kind of like, is God really good? Kind of, uh, that was where he was at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was over at his house. We had, we had went and caught some salmon and he was telling me how he had this knife that his brother gave to him after Iraq that it was really important to him and he couldn't find the knife anywhere. And it was an expensive knife and it was this kind of precious gift from his older brother. Mm-hmm. Right. And he looked everywhere, turned the house upside down. He thought maybe his ex-girlfriend had taken it. He just, he was really kind of beside himself, you know, over this loss. He wasn't you know close to his brother anymore. And there was like this, this bond that mm-hmm. he was, uh, he was missing. And I said, we should just pray. Like, I know we, we can find it. And we prayed and kind of clear as day. I knew exactly where it was. And I said, it's in your car in between the seats. And he's like, oh, let's go look. And he got a flashlight. It's dark. We go down there and he's looking, he's moving the seats back, reclining it, pushing it forward, looking under. And, you know, his face was excited. And then it turned to just like, it's not here. And, and I was like, I know it's here. I know it's here. Like it was a very, it was a very strong, like not, this is not guessing. This is a very strong, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. like I just know it. Mm-hmm. And I looked in, I couldn't see anything. And I reached my hand in between the seats and it was somehow clipped to the underside of the seat or the seat belt. but you couldn't, you know, you couldn't see it with your visible eye when you looked, but I pulled it up and his face was like, how is this, how is this possible? Like we lived there dozens of times and yet like I knew it was there. He's like, how did you know? And I was like, just God told me. Um, that is amazing. But he, you know, after that he felt like, yeah, God still has a plan for my life. God cares. God cares. And you like, you know, even the littlest things God still cares about. And he wants to, to bring us safely home. Amen. Yeah. I have another one too, which is kind of funny um, that you mentioned finding keys and returning them to the owner. Um, I was in the parking lot of Kroger in Steubenville, which (laughs) it was late at night and raining. And if you know Steubenville, it's not the safest of, you know, places to be late at night. Right. If you drop your keys in a parking lot there, 
don't expect to ever find them again. <laughs> or your car and again. Change, change yeah, the so locks it, on your house too as quickly as possible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, I I had pulled up and I was walking in just to try to, you know, I was a college student just trying to get a gallon of milk like 11 o'clock at night, right? As one does. And out of the corner of my eye, I see a set of keys next to this brand new Infinity, you know, blacked out sedan. You know, a nice, a nice car for a poor area, right? And the keys were just sitting right by the the driver's side door. And I was like, well, these aren't, this car is going to be just gone if I just leave them here. So I picked them up, but I had no idea how to find the owner. And I didn't trust the store enough to even give them to the manager, <laughs> right? So like, what do I do? So I went and got the gallon of milk. I was like, I'll be quick. And as I came out, the owner and his son were just getting to the car. And I could see from a distance that he had just realized that he did not have his keys and he was like freaking out. So I kind of called out to him like, Hey, I found your keys. They're right here. And you know, if you know Steubenville, it, it can be kind of a uh, very racially kind of uh, area where people kind of butt heads. And he was a black man with his son and his face. When I gave him the keys back, he, he just was so amazed that I would not steal his car. Mm. And he said to his son, he said, look at this, look at this, son, take a good look. Like, there are good people in the world. You know, there is a God. And, like, people still care about each other. Like, I, I can't mm. believe you would return my, my brand new car. Wow. And I don't know, like you said, like, it's that, it's that encounter um, with God in those moments because if I had just given them to the manager and, you know, he mm. might have never had that experience. Um, mm -hmm. But it was kind of a witness to me of how even just doing something simple, like returning keys, like I was not going to steal his car. Right. But apparently, you know, he knew people that would, and that was, mm -hmm. it was a new experience for him. Um, showing being, being shown kindness like that. Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah that and like you really said, cool. it sometimes, you know, we lose things because God wants us to learn something. So it's like, mm -hmm. you got to be on the flip side of that where right. you know, through losing his keys, this guy got to encounter a side of humanity that he didn't really think existed anymore. And he got to show that to his son. So it's cool to see how sometimes, you know, we're like, why do these things happen? But you never know what a profound experience will happen out of something so small as returning someone's keys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And going back to your first story that you told, um, just going off of like evangelization. So Maddie shared a story with us. So she hey, said, Maddie. Well, she, she shared <laughs> two stories. Yeah. Maddie's, Maddie's um, one of our good friends in the, in the Anchorage Valley area. So for listeners yes. who are like, who's Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she said, when I was working at Matanuska, a guy came in looking for his lost phone. We didn't have it, and he turned away. Then it dawned on me that I had an opportunity for evangelization, so I chased after him out the door and asked if he'd heard of St. Anthony. He said no and was intrigued, so I told him about him. He said he'd try it and seemed pretty grateful for the suggestion. He came back a few weeks later and told me he'd found his phone and that he'd pray to St. Anthony and was going to use that trick now. 
So that's her first <laughs> one. And, in a little while too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the second one is that another woman called a few weeks later looking for her wallet. Another wallet one. I couldn't find it, but I told her to pray to St. Anthony, and she said she would. She also had never heard of him. I texted my manager a few hours later, asking if she knew anything about a wallet. She told me a place to look, and there it was. The woman called back later in the day and said she had prayed. Such small stories, but I carry them with me. Both people were so receptive and excited to hear about St. Anthony, yeah. and it gave me encouragement that evangel evangelization and being open with the Catholic faith is really not as hard as it can seem sometimes. Hmm. Good for her. That's awesome. Yeah. Because we can shy away from that, can't we? Oh, like, for oh, sure. Like, you know? people think I'm crazy if I tell them to pray to St. Anthony. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like bold faith right there, Maddie. Good job. No yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so my next story has to do with sunglasses and talking about finding things without being able to see them. Funny, see them, sunglasses anyway. So Liz <laughs> shares that her son dropped his, um, or she dropped her son's glasses, excuse me, not sunglasses, her son's glasses. Got it? Okay. Um, <laughs> so she was she was distracted and it, he handed them to her and then she, she dropped them because she wasn't, you know, she was handling too many things. Um, and so they were just gone in the water. They'd all walked into the water to go swimming and she realized that they were gone. And so she said they prayed to St. Anthony and a little while later, her daughter, you couldn't see through the water. And so her daughter just happened to put her hand down right on top of them and pull them out of the water. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I mean, that's yeah. If you, if anyone's ever tried to find something in the sand in water where you can't see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. It feels like a lost cause though. Yes, St. Anthony. Woohoo. There you go. Patron saint of lost cause items. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next story that I want to share is another wallet story. I'm definitely the wallet theme over here. Um, so Madison shares that she was working in an after school program at a Catholic school and a mom came to pick up one of her daughters and they were the last ones left. This mom always had the biggest smile on her face, but that day she came in really sad and hardly spoke a word. She owned a restaurant and had been driving around all day shopping for her business. And she told this woman that she lost her wallet and didn't know where she left it. And she looked everywhere. So um, Madison told her to pray to St. Anthony. And they, they actually prayed to St. Anthony together. And she told her that she knew the prayer in French. So they both said the prayer together. But this woman said it in French and Madison said it in English. And after that, she signed her daughters out and they said goodnight to each other. Um, and then Madison just began cleaning up the room for the day. And all of a sudden, like there was a banging on the door and the mom came back in and said, um, as they were walking to the car, they found the wallet underneath the seat. And it was just a special moment that they said they'll never forget. Oh, hmm. that is cool. Very cool. I'd like to hear what that sounds like in French. I was going to say, and so Aunt St. Anthony speaks French, huh? <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a side note, I want to say too, I feel like even though I can't even think of any, I can't think of any specific like, wow, story that I have of St. Anthony. I have a million little ones of, you know, again, help me find my phone that I can't find or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times 
after praying to St. Anthony, I do feel like I go back and find it in a place that I'm like, I swear I've looked here five times, you know, like she found her wallet under the seat. If she'd been looking mm-hmm. for her wallet all day, I'm sure she had looked under every seat yeah. and every crevice mm-hmm. of her car. So yeah, just, that's just another note where it's like, yeah, you could listen to these stories and be like, okay, well you just prayed and happened to find it. But I, there are just so many times that myself and family members and friends were like, okay, I did find after praying to St. Anthony, but I know that I looked there. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't sitting there before. So, yeah. And then on the flip side, kind of similar to Josh's story, um, of looking somewhere that you would never think to look right. Mm-hmm. Like obviously like Josh heard God say like, it's between the seats. Um, and, and they looked and it wasn't there. And then he was like, no, I know it's there. And then he felt mm-hmm. for it. But I have had times where I've looked everywhere that you would think to look. And then I'm like, why would it be in this one spot? Like, no, it wouldn't be. I'm not even going to look there. And then I do. And then it's there. Right. And (laughs) what the heck? And so Emily actually has a very similar story to that. So she said, our youngest was only a few months old. And our oldest was that toddler, uh, was in that toddler explore and grab everything stage. I vividly remember setting my wedding set, so both her wedding band and her engagement ring, down on my nightstand, but it wasn't there. I assumed I had knocked it on the ground, but after looking all over, I quickly realized it was not there. In fact, it was not anywhere. At that point, I kind of accepted that it was gone forever. I was in a strange place in my Catholic faith at that point. But a month later, it really tugged on my heart to pray for the intercession of St. Anthony. A few hours later, I had the sudden urge to wash the long panel curtains in our master bedroom. And that's where I found my rings inside the bottom cuff of one of the panels. For me, it was a miracle. There's simply no way that it could have bounced in there. It would have defied literally all of the sciences. And just a fun little addition to this story, we moved to that house two years ago, and that was the only time I had ever, I ever had the urge to wash those curtains. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, just, you know, I, and I've experienced that too before. It's like, no, I, why do I have this sudden urge to like, go look in this spot that I literally would never look? And then it's in that mm-hmm. spot. And you're like, what the heck? How did it even get here? Absolutely. Like, it would have been 100%. so easy in your story, Josh, to be like, okay, well, he just looked and I saw him look. Like, there, there's no way. But you were like, right. no, I just know because God gave me this very sure sense. And so you looked again, even though he'd already scoured his car a million times and done it in front of your own eyes. So, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Miracles, Josh, do you have, people. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other stories, Josh? Mm, I, have a, I have a few more. I'm trying to think of which which one that is a little bit different um, than a, than a wallet or a set of keys. <laughs> um, how about a lost person story? So, Ooh. so this again was when when I was in uh, college in Steubenville, and I had a kind of had a up and down journey classes and uh, leaving midway through my senior year over Christmas break and not coming back for four years. Um, I did come back. And, and so this, uh, this semester 
I uh, was praying a lot, trying to ask for God's direction. I had already left the the friars and I had, you know, broken up with this girl. And, and I was like, God, you know, where do you want me? Uh, but I know you have me here for a reason. And anyway, I was downtown and they had an adoration chapel that had a, you know, a bolted door and it was in the middle of kind of a rough neighborhood. It's 11.45 at night. And I remember praying and just kind of getting up and be like, okay, it's time to go home, right? And it kind of was odd for me to do because I like to go to like the end of an hour so that it was like complete, you know, not <laughs> 45 minutes, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I was praying my rosary and I got up and I was like, okay, it's time to go. I get in my car. Again, it's it's raining. It's cold. 11.45, bad part of town. And I start to drive. And I felt that the Holy Spirit tell me, go down this road. So I'm like, are you sure? And I'm just like driving down these alleyways in this rough part of town. And it, I know Bernadette knows this, but, you know, there's there's like adult bookstores and like just abandoned house after abandoned house after abandoned house. Mm-hmm. You know, cars that have been completely stripped of all the uh, the parts that you can resell. And I'm like, God, where are we going? <laughs> and then the next street I turn down, I see a man with an umbrella walking and he's praying a rosary. And I'm like, what a, yeah. Once that, what a badass, you know, like he's out here <laughs> in the rain, praying his rosary, like taking it to the streets. And, and I was like, he's got, he's got to be here on purpose. Right. He's, he's, he's living it. He's out, out of mission. So I, I sl- start slowing down. I pull up next to him and I had met this guy once before. And I was like, is that Brian? Brian, I call out to him. He's like, "Who's there?" I was like, "Oh, you're you're uh, you're not here by choice." Anyway, uh, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know how you found me, but I've just been praying that someone would find me." I, oh my gosh! I uh, I just needed a, a a can of dip. I had the the worst day of my life, and and uh, I went to try to find a can of dip at a convenience store, and it was closed. And I kept walking, and I've been I've been walking for hours, and I'm lost. And I finally oh, got my grocery no. out and asked. Uh, God to send me someone because I'm completely lost and you showed up. How did you find me? And, oh my God. And it, so it was like, he was praying for someone. And then I felt called to leave and go down all these back, back roads and found him. Man. And then in, in my struggle with like, God, where do you want me to be? Him and I had very similar paths and we were able to like talk out, all the blessings in our life and how God has brought us to this point. It, it was, it's, it's weird. It was like, you know, that scene from uh, it's a wonderful life when, when George Bailey's up on the bridge and he thinks he's got nothing to live for. <laughs> and the angel jumps in the water and he's like, I, I jumped in to save you <laughs> because you know, and you jumped in to save me, but I really ended up saving you. Scene. It's kind of, it's kind of that paradox where I was yeah. having that moment where I was really struggling with God, where do you want me? Mm. And in speaking with this guy in the middle of, you know, a, a crazy deserted city street in the middle of the night, like we both, we both knew what God wanted of us. And that's so that's kind of like us. <laughs> that is amazing. That's incredible. I mean, the beauty of, first of all, his prayer being answered, and then maybe you not even realizing that you needed him. You guys needed each other. There was this mm-hmm. God fulfilled a need, not that that's what, you know, the prayer is always for, but, um, it's like, Oh, you know, get what I want or whatever. But, um, 
he answered it in a really unique way for you. Like, what a beautiful testimony. Because right. you could have just ignored me like, this is not safe. I'm not going to drive down there. Are you kidding me? But you didn't. You you listened and God protected you and blessed you. And, and Brian, too. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. That is amazing. Awesome. Um, so we, we only have a few more stories left. So my last story is just going to be another personal story. Um, so my So this was in high school. And... The neighborhood that I lived in, uh, it has sections of neighborhoods, if that makes sense. Um, so you can like live in the same neighborhood as someone, but you could still live in a different section. Um, and so my, one of my best friends, he lived in the same neighborhood, just in a different section. And so my mom, she used to go walk. I mean, she still does go walking like five to 10 miles every morning. Um, <laughs> And so that would take her up towards his house, basically. And so she had this beautiful, miraculous medal. Um, and she was walking one day and she got home and she realized that the, the medal was gone. Like she was just wearing her chain and the medal had fallen off. And so she was so sad because she, she was like, I loved this one. And, and, um, and now it's gone. And, so she, every morning when she walked, she just, you know, continued to look on the street as she was walking just to see if she could find it. And she, you know, said a prayer to St. Anthony every time. And then I think maybe after a month of doing that, she was like, all right, you know what? I, I'm done asking for St. Anthony to find this for me. And instead I'm going to ask St. Anthony to help whoever found this medal. And so she, every morning on her walk, she would say a prayer for whoever found this medal. I just pray that they are doing okay. And so maybe this is like fast forward a year after that. And, you know, she's still continuing to say this prayer. And so I'm in my science class with um, my best friend, Mason, and I am wearing a miraculous medal. And Mason he was non-denominational, but then throughout high school, he became atheist. And um, we always loved to like have conversations. He would come over and my mom would like give him the catechism of the Catholic church and he would like annotate it. Like he loved learning about Catholicism, but he just did not believe in God. And so he sees my necklace and he goes, hey, I have one of those. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like you're, first of all, you're not even Catholic and you're atheist. And like, what do you mean you have one of these? Like, don't you don't. And he's like, yeah, I do. Um, he's like, I found it on the street by my house one day. And then I like, remember my mom's story. And I'm like, wait a second. You, you found this outside of your house, like on the street. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, when? And he's like, Mm, probably like a year ago. It's been in my backpack with me. I I actually just took it out. Um, I don't have it in my backpack anymore, but I've carried it around with me for the last year because I thought it would bring me some sort of like good luck or something. And I was like, Mason, I was like, oh my gosh, that was my mom's miraculous medal. And she's been praying for you for the last year. And mm. it was just so cool. And I mean, like, you know, he never became Catholic or anything, but he was just like, wow, that's amazing. And, and he did always say, if he was an atheist, he would be Catholic. And apparently Mama Mary wanted to, you know, 
she she wanted her miraculous medal to be watching over him for a year so yeah and i was like that's just so funny that even someone who's atheist and doesn't believe he saw that medal of the blessed mother and he was like i know this is special like i know there's something good in this and i'm gonna keep it um and carry it around with me for a year yeah carry my backpack (laughs) (laughs) like a high school boy yeah it was just so funny um so that was like really crazy because it was a really cool connection personally and then yeah just saint anthony you know a year later finding the medal (laughs) wow so cool it's awesome i feel like what you said earlier sometimes it's like the more crazy it is or the longer it's been the it's more it's like it's been a year, it's been two years, and you found the same. Mm-hmm. What? You know, it just makes mm-hmm. it all that more beautiful and miraculous. Well, the, um, one of the, I actually have two more stories to share, but one of them, the woman who shared it actually said her experience freaked her out because <laughs> it was just so eerie when she found the thing and just knew, like, this, this is just so impossible. <laughs> so I want to share that story. I'll just share my last two. Um, since we're getting close to wrapping up. So this was Hannah. She said, this still feels unbelievable to say. After a friend died in 2011, I was looking at pictures of us. One was missing, you know, old school photo albums, etc. It drove me nuts. One day I walked in my room and it was just sitting there on my bed. I had previously ripped my room apart looking several times. It actually scared me when I saw it because I had completely given up looking for this photo. Wow. That's a pretty cool thing. Crazy. Story. Who knows? Yeah. Just appears um, out of thin air. <laughs> and then the last one that I have is actually shared by What in the Dang Heck podcast. Do you know which of the girls shared this one page? Um, no, I think it was just from the Facebook group. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, it just looks like that was the name. So anyway, I actually don't know the name of the person who shared this photo. I mean, this this story. But she said... She had special confirmation in sixth grade Catholic school graduation rings. She had taken them off constantly for um, dance and acting classes at her university and always put them in the same spot, a zippered mesh pocket of her backpack. She couldn't find them when she took them off one day, and she called the lost and found at her school. No luck. She prayed and prayed and prayed to St. Anthony, um, you know, saying the, the rhyme that we've talked about. And she just kept having dreams that they were in a zippered pocket. So she kept checking her backpack and nothing. Um, she moved twice and was still praying and had the same dreams of this zippered pocket uh, about her rings. And so she was about to move a third time. And all this was during college. And she was going to toss a purse that her mom had given her for Christmas years earlier and that she never used. Um, but she thought, well, I better check to make sure nothing is in it. The main part was empty. Then she went into the little inside zippered pocket and felt something cold metal on her fingers. It was her rings. So three years later, two moves and there they were. And St. Anthony tried to tell her in her dreams over and over again. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my yeah. gosh. That, <laughs> that actually reminds me of one other story I have. So I had this like, old black camera bag um that i used to use and it just like was not functional so i ordered a new camera bag um but when i was in uh texas at one point 
I did a session and at this point I like didn't send invoices or anything. I just like let people give me checks like at the session. Um, and so the session that I did, they gave me a check and it was just like $150. So, um, I got home and I had no idea where I had put it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I'm looking everywhere. I'm like saying a prayer to St. Anthony. And my mom's like, just just call them and ask them to like write you a new check. And I'm like, no, like I'll, I'll just keep looking. And so, you know, I keep looking and then I fly back to Alaska and I still haven't found it. And I did text the lady and I was like, Hey, just so you know, I lost the check. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry if you wouldn't mind writing me a new one, like that would be really awesome. Or I can send you, like, I can make an invoice and send it to you. And so I never heard back from her. So I was just like, dang, okay. I, you know, this is, this was my mistake. I lost the check. I just kind of have to suffer the consequence of losing out on $150. And so like, you know, we don't rely on my photography business, thankfully. So while it would have been really nice to have $150, it was kind of like, okay, well, whatever. Um, so I was just like, okay, I just did that for free, but Oh, well, <laughs> um, I just have to be more responsible going forward. So fast forward, you know, like a few months, I am have this camera bag and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to donate it to Goodwill. And so I throw it in the Goodwill pile and something in me is like, just check all the pockets. So I just go and I start like checking all the pockets to make sure there's nothing else in there. And in the back pocket that I didn't like, it's one of those like hidden pockets that you don't even know exists basically. Um, I shoved my hand in and I felt something, I pulled it out and it was the check. And I like must have just in the busyness of saying goodbye after the session, just shoved it in there. And so then I was able to cash the check and I got $150 um, when I wasn't expecting it. So that was pretty awesome. I tell you, awesome. whenever you give something away, you got to check every little square inch. Yeah, truly. <laughs> you know, truly. Like, I gave away a, a bag once and I thought it had like a bunch of my tax information in it. And then oh I realized it didn't. I was like, I found it somewhere else. But I was like, I couldn't find the stuff. And I thankfully I eventually did. And I was just like, someone at Goodwill has my social security number and my W-2s and my... <laughs> So oh listen to those senses that you get, especially if you're praying about something, you know, if you yes. pray to St. Anthony and if you get a sense that seems absolutely crazy, like go out and look between the seats of the car. No or, kidding. And know, reach underneath. And all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. And you might be surprised at the miracle that, that follows. So speaking of miracles, let's go ahead and share our mini miracles for this week. So what I would love to share, um, mine is just the miracle of nature. We went for a hike yesterday after my husband was done with work and it was just a short little hike and we were just hoping not to get rained on because it's been the rainiest season that we've had here in Alaska. So rainy. Um, and we're, we're hiking and um, going uphill. So we're super warm, toasty, and our, our son's wrapped up in a down blanket and su and super warm as well. And all of a sudden, it just starts snowing, the biggest snowflakes. Mm. Like, you know, these really big fluffs, like, sitting on our eyelashes and arms <laughs> and hair. And it was just, 
was just a magical moment, you know, getting to enjoy the first snow of the season. And it was also just amazing that we were like, okay, it's still mid-September, but we didn't get drenched. We actually just got some like really beautiful snow. Hmm. So that was just, it was just so beautiful. It was uh, definitely a moment that um, it was my husband, one of my brothers, our son and myself, and we just all felt so uplifted. That's cool. Yeah. What about you, Paige? I'm glad you felt uplifted by snow, Bernadette, because I know you I know. They actually, they said that was a miracle. (laughs) I I started singing. I started singing snow, 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 you know, like I was like singing the whole thing and they were like, this is actually a miracle right now. So (laughs) that's awesome. Um, okay. My mini miracle is just the gift of life. Uh, today is my husband, Christian's birthday and tomorrow is my son Augie's first birthday. So we've got two birthdays, two days in a row, which is really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I was induced a year ago on Christian's birthday and we thought Augie was going to be born but he held out. He wanted his own birthday. <laughs> He's just like his mama. He doesn't want to share his birthday. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> yep. And he got it. So um, just lots of fun birthday festivities happening and just very thankful for um, my husband being born and my son being born. Awesome. Yeah. What about you, Margaret? So this was a few weeks ago, but um I just remembered it today and it's pretty profound. So I I received some prayer recently and at the end there was someone, um, I don't, without going into too much detail, someone interceding throughout this prayer process, um, kind of just listening and praying for me. And at the end, uh, she got back online and said, you know, I have the scripture that I, I feel like is for you. And she read, um, I think it's Matthew three, I think it's Matthew three 17. And, um, you know, it's, it's right after Jesus is baptized and, and God says, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. And I, I was just, first of all, really moved. Well, the next day, it might've been two days later, but it doesn't matter. I went to prayer. Um, I went to adoration and I have these weekly reflections I'm reading. Um, there's a, a book from blessed is she shout out to BIS. Um, and the same exact scripture was the reflection that day. And it's just one of those confirmations of, wow, like the Lord inspired this woman to share that with me. And then the next day the Lord showed me that scripture again. And I was like, okay, God, it's, it's just that, that confirmation of this message is for you. Um, so really wonderful and comforting and just a moment of, of being seen by the Lord. So, that's awesome. Joshua, do you have one? Yeah, mine actually is from today. Um, this last weekend, it was just a busy, it was a busy week. And then I had army drill all weekend. So I just was feeling just overtaxed and then kind of jumping into this week. It was just busy. Yeah. Anyway, this morning I was mm-hmm. rushing out the door and um, just feeling like I'm behind the, behind the clock and nothing seems to go right right now. And as I was leaving... I heard a little voice um, from my three-year-old daughter who says, Daddy, you have to give me a kiss goodbye. <laughs> and it it really, like, stopped me in my tracks. Like, no, this, this is the most important thing right now. And mm. God's blessings. Sometimes we 
they're right before us, like inches away, and we we mm. can't see them because we're tired, we're busy, or yeah. we're yeah. we're preoccupied with you know stuff that doesn't matter, you know. And sometimes God just wants to kiss us mm. <laughs> and tell us that He loves us. And I I stop right there, I just give her a big hug and a kiss, and and I was like, thanks, God, like mm. thanks. Amen. Amen. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing. Miracle of children. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. Miracle of life, right? So awesome. Well, I think we're about to wrap up and we're going to ask our special guest, Joshua, to close us in a prayer, if you would. Let's do it. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the gift of your saints, especially the gift of St. Anthony. And we ask just his intercession to pray for all of us, all those who are listening, all those who have um, shared stories, um, that you just continue to bless us and keep us close to you. And if there's anyone who's listening tonight that is is struggling with their faith, hang in there because God loves you so, so much. Gave his life for you. And I know that if he's given his life for you, he has a plan for your life. Mm. So keep fighting the fight and um, God's going to reward that. All glory be to the Father, Father and to the, the Son, and to the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and ever shall be, Lord without end. Amen. Then Anthony, pray, pray, for for us. Us. pray for 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 us. Amen. Amen. Father, Thank Son, you. Holy Spirit. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Josh, and we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Moving Mountains podcast. If you have a miracle story to tell, please call our hotline at 412-449-9609. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Moving Mountains Podcast AK. We encourage you to subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and share our podcast with others. We'll see you next time.